You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. From the creators of Wagertainment. We bring you none of the hot take BS. We bring you best. We bring you sports. I don't care about bragging rights. It just introduces more volatility into the equation. I don't care about victory laps. Stop it. Please stop it. <laughs> Throw the football into the floor. The BetQL Network presents your favorite handicapper's favorite handicapper, Ken Barkley. If I have an opinion, I'm just going to go put money on that thing happening. And your host, Nick Costos. Every single play of every single game impacts you in some way, shape, or form. It's You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. That is Sirius 160 and XM Channel 205. As Ken and I bring you the wagertainment, we are talking all things sports betting. Proudly presented today and always by the king of sportsbooks, the great people over at BetMGM. Download the BetMGM app, visit BetMGM.com, and do so on an F2. Yeah, I'm, I'm still... I might just call every day just might be like a football Friday or like a football Tuesday. Or just call it Friday? If, We're here on an no, F. No, <laughs> no, no. On an F, no. it's a very sad day. It's a solemn day. I'm no, it's uh, it's just it, it's lost a little. I got I got to figure yeah. something out here. It's it's for for now. It's an F two, and we're not just talking the second edition of Fast and the Furious. Phenomenal no. Friday. Two words that start with uh with the letter F, of course. February twenty third, two thousand twenty four. Our show on Twitter at you better you bet. I'm on Twitter and the gram at the Costos and Ken Barkley, your favorite handicapper's favorite handicapper. He's on X. We got to take the sting. I maybe I should be on X after last night's yes, yes. results in betting. Weekend cool starts for, early. For, a cool, uh, a cool four and six for your boy on ten bets last night. Oh, I was night. worse than I, that. I, I was worse than that. I didn't win a hockey bet last night. Uh, so much, so much for the Kings changing coaches. They couldn't score a goal last night against Nashville. The <laughs> that one that uh, one. that that I was thinking about you as it was. I've been thinking about you. Was uh, the Bruins Flames game in overtime? Yeah. It was pretty annoying. That was Let's pretty go to overtime again. How many minutes of yeah. hockey have the Bruins played in the last like, two days? <laughs> it's pretty outrageous. Yeah, it, it could have gone better. Like it's as for all the for for all the winning and like oh like good job with this good job. Nothing humbles you more than the old game to game betting when you just show up yeah. on a given night. Oh, I like all these things. I was really wrong about a lot of things. <laughs> like a lot, a lot of things. Uh, yeah, yeah, that could have gone better. We're all good. Yeah. We good. We get them this weekend. Yeah. Oh, oh, way all good. Just like, you know, yeah. 
Also, you, how about you, winning? You, you, you prefer it to go a little yes. better than it did, for yes. sure. Like, I yes, mean, yes, you would. Like, yeah. Like, I mean, like Grand, Grand Canyon. I, I think, I that think the funny. Islanders might be. I didn't bet that yeah, for very well. much, but I, I checked it at halftime and I was like, oh, and then I forgot for like three hours. And then at the end of the game, I go like, oh yeah, how did that turn? Oh, no, oh, what happened? What, what, what happened here? A little Tarleton. They got, they got. So there. I, yeah. I had this written down to talk about. We could do it here and we'll get to the rest of the intro. Um, I guess this started really on Tuesday, right? When I was out and PJ right. and Tyler talked UConn into betting oh. Creighton against UConn. And then over the course of the last couple of days, like a lot of the college basketball bets have just been, well, Heavy. here's this awesome yeah. team off of like a big win or a big loss. Yeah. So for me, two nights ago, it was Mark. It was, yeah, yeah. Yes. And unfortunately, Gonzaga's not involved in any of this. No. Took Marquette a couple nights ago against DePaul. They, they win by a billion. Took Purdue last night against Rutgers. They win by a billion. Should this like I I don't know maybe this should just be like how maybe it's gonna be how uh, I bet, bet tomorrow. Ohio State off a big win with the new coach. Yes, and we bet Minnesota. They can't stop covering. That was great. That was like that was like the one win I had last night. That was awesome. <laughs> that was really. I think good. we need a we need to like find out like what's the best zigzag spot tomorrow in college hoops. You oh. know what it is? It's probably well I don't know if it's the best one. Houston is coming off the Iowa State win. Baylor well, is Texas coming off getting trucked. And, and maybe Texas last weekend game. also. Yeah. Right. And uh, and Baylor's coming off getting trucked in the second half by BYU. Is it Baylor tomorrow as a home dog against Houston? Houston's just so relentless. They they feel like they're immune from this. Everyone else is okay, and Houston feels like they're just this machine. Uh, that would definitely be it. That's a really good one. I like that one. But but real quick, you know what's funny about what you just said? When I first looked at the game, I'm like, wow, I'm definitely betting Houston. I don't even care what the number is. <laughs> I thought the same thing that you did. Same exact thing. Uh, I, I guess. Well, here's the funny one. I'm guessing I'm guessing UConn plays tomorrow. Would you play on them off Creighton? Or is this the start? Like, remember, they were good for like two months. They didn't, they didn't lose. Or is this the start of like a new slump for them? I I would guess Home that Danny Hurley. Who's been better. Villanova's been better recently, too. Well, yeah, I would say Danny Hurley probably going to like get in that ass. I I think <laughs> I think, I think they're going to play game. a lot better. I think. Oh, I we think, have we have my guesses. We have a couple openers. Oh, oh great! No. Well, I say Wait, oh, let no, me guess. I, I, I was hoping for something that isn't there. Well, he, so do you want to guess what Houston opened? All right, so Houston's all right. Houston on the road at Baylor. Um, Houston three and a half. Two and a half minus fifteen. Oh my! This is not. God. This is like not a high limit opener. <laughs> this is like one domestic that has like ten of these games up, and I'm like, okay. I don't even know if this is what the opener is going to be. I kind of thought it would be more than that. Um, I really, really, really wanted to bet Wake Forest tomorrow. This is like a six days in. The oh, you talked about bet. that yesterday. Yeah. yeah, the Duke Wake Forest game. Except Wake, Wake opened a favorite. No. Yeah, one and a half. <laughs> Like you ever see Billy Madison? Like when they, I like that when they, no, when, by when, the way, that was an exasperated that, that's, no. No, that's, that's no, that's like when they go to the principal's house and they tell they have like the old like wrestling magazine and they go sure. and we're gonna we're basically we're gonna tell the world your secret and he goes no no <laughs> I yeah I I I thought I thought I had that nailed as like Duke by a couple especially how well they just beat Miami by about eighty great let's let's still bet Wake. Awesome. Because you know what's going to happen. The public's going to come in on Duke big time. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but like, but you say that facetiously, the but they but really? they will, though. They yeah. definitely will. 
How is how is Wake Open a favorite? Uh, whatever. I don't know. I don't know how Wake Open's a favorite. I was going to see if I had. Oh, uh, what? Uh, do we have any zigzag? So Kentucky lost to LSU. Kentucky has just been their whole season's a zigzag. They lost to LSU after they beat. And Auburn. Bama just beat Fl- Bama beat Florida in overtime, right? And uh, and trucked somebody over the weekend too. Kentucky hosts Bama this weekend. I think they beat. That's open. I think it was A and M last weekend. Yeah, Kentucky hosts Bama. I'm gonna take a crack. This one, I would also like for you to guess the total, which is very okay. Funny. So, okay, so the total has got to be. Remember, um, Alabama is like the number one offense. Yeah, and can't guard. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would say the total in, in, in the one seven. Is it in the one seventies or higher? One seventy eight and a half. Okay, I was gonna a guess like really, one seventy four and a half. A really, really high total for a college basketball game. That's you know. Got like nothing really crazy going on, and, uh, and Bama's got to be a huge favorite. Ba- ba- what, Bama, what are they like? No, six, no. six, no. At, at Kentucky, was, first of all. Oh, at it's Kentucky. at Kentucky. Is yeah. it at Kentucky? It is. It is at Kentucky. I have it, I have it on I, my board okay. right now. Yeah. All right, so I will say then it is uh, like close to a pick. Maybe Bama favored by like by one. Kentucky one and a half. Okay. Is there a number there? I don't. I don't really have anything there that I'm like super interested in. You got Kentucky. Miami off getting humiliated. It's like a big number at home against Georgia Tech. Maybe you play on them. I think a well-coached team off a really bad performance. Uh, I had I had one other one that just oh uh, one that just populated. Uh, Kansas, what are they off of? They've been playing pretty well recently, right? What do they do this week? Did they I, play I actually? This week? I, uh, I don't think so, right? And, and I want and I want I want to ask you after this, just in case it's up. Do we have a Kansas State BYU opener also? Yeah, I think I passed uh, that already. I think I was Kansas I, uh, beat Oklahoma I by the ten in their that. last game. When and when was that game? That game was on February seventh, six days ago. Oh, okay, okay. So they played like a while ago. Sunday they host. They host, AKA yeah, they host Sunday. <laughs> they host Texas. Who's was their last game? The Houston game, or did they play this week? I don't think Texas has played. I don't this think week. they played this week. So I don't know if you got a whole lot. I don't know if you got a whole lot. Of well, well because there. now that because now that you better you bet has become your home for college basketball. We know these yeah. things. We are because we would have bet this stuff this week. Uh, do you want to guess Kansas hosting Texas? You want to guess that one? Uh, Maybe I, can, I got I, BYU. Wait, I'm wrong it's, about this. Texas beat Kansas State on. Well, it was oh, Monday, was K- I guess. K-State covered like a big number. I bet K-State yes. like eight and a half or something, and they covered on the road. How about like Max, Max Aismas is on Texas? It's just like, <laughs> yeah, what, yeah. what, it's like, what never, universe It's the never-ending story. Right, it's like ridiculous. Uh, Texas-Kansas actually isn't that interesting to guess. I have UConn. That just opened. Home Villanova. Off off the embarrassing Creighton loss with Hurley and all the stuff that you said. Uh, uh, 12 and a half. 13 and a half. I kind of this is pretty good for having like no basis for anything. Oh, you're doing you're doing great so far. I I would have to look at I don't I haven't looked at Villanova's profile enough. I think I would like Villanova in that game. Um, that seems like I I would like to play on Villanova. I'm trying to see if we have anything else that's fun. Oh, BYU. Wait, what's the BYU K State? Yeah, I got it. Well, because B- BYU is coming off like the emotional home win against Baylor, and now they have to go to. The, the number one Manhattan in the world, of course, which is Manhattan, right. Kansas, to take on the, Jerome the Tang Atlanta. in Kansas State. Yeah, um, I have I have BYU at K State. I have I have the number. Remember and remember, K State, like one of the great home teams. Well, all the Big Twelve teams are pretty good at home, but they they enjoy a tremendous home court advantage. I'm just trying to think: is it BY BYU's definitely favored? Is it by 
a little bit more than one possession or a little bit or or like two and a half. I'll say it's I'll say it's BYU two and a half minus 15. It is two and a half. I don't know. It's not minus 15, but it's two and a half. This is pretty good. That's not what, bad. Does that make you want? Does that make you want to bet anything? Kansas State money line. <laughs> of course. Uh, I got one other one. Uh, tight turnaround here. Arizona. <laughs> Do you better you bet, darling? Who <laughs> loses last night to get, you know, get the loss State. out of the way though? Get the loss out of the way. It's okay. Well, it's funny because I had, I had like a lot of people message me, that, and I got I got them this morning, and I I like open up Twitter, and it's all this like should like it's a combination of are you worried and then the other messages are like should we bet them now it's like those two oh, things okay. in combination well because the price this is what i think is really interesting the price on them to win in a bunch of places went got better like they like as in you get a more return now because they lost that game last night like i there was a 13 on them that i hadn't seen before and they were they were trading at like 10 11 most of the time and i it's funny because it just goes back to the, this regular season thing we did earlier in the week and i just go like does them losing that game actually make them more or less likely to win the NCAA tournament? Like, does the game even matter? There were no injuries in the game. If there were injuries, they would matter a lot. Like, does the game even matter? I, I don't know if it does. I don't know if any one game matters at all to anybody. And like, and like, like, and like you, Wazoo's UConn, good. Same thing. Yeah. Like, Washington State's good. Like, they're, they're ranked. So, I mean, it would, this stuff Honestly, happens. even if they sucked, I don't think it would matter. Even if they're the worst team in college basketball and they beat Arizona. I, it's just, it's one of those funny things. Like, all right, the Chiefs lost to the Raiders toward the end of the regular season. Should that have affected their Super Bowl price? Or when you get into the playoffs, is it just different? I don't know. Like, this is, these are the things that are fun. These are the things where you just go, like, Arizona became less likely to win the NCAA tournament. And look, they could lose in the first round. This isn't like that they're still going to win the tournament or that I'm guaranteeing they win it. Just... Should last night have impacted your opinion of them in like a very big way versus the body of work up to this point? It's always like a really fun one to think about. We do when we do it with NBA last night; it'll be the same thing. Some huge NBA results last night. So anyway, Arizona off that loss, and they are they're well <laughs> up until last night. They're like the best home team in college basketball the last like five years. I think the last couple of years they're like seventy four and two or something going into that game at home. Uh, they host Washington who's not particularly good. They're not like the worst team in the conference, but they're not great. Um, I mean, Arizona 14 and a half. Are we just like yes. shoving the chips in there? Yeah. Yes. Yes. I kind of want to do this that. Is, this is like yeah. this is like Jim Fossil, Giants 7 and 4 in 2000. Right. Anyone who wants in, this get in. So important. Yes. You want out, get out. This this team's winning by 15 or more on Saturday. Here, this is uh, and at 4 o'clock tomorrow. This will be the last one. At 4 o'clock tomorrow, a rematch of a game you talk about all the time when you talk about making a bet on a game, not knowing anything, but like thinking you know what the right side is. Okay. It's once again, Oklahoma versus Oklahoma State in the Big 12 oh. taking place at 4 o'clock tomorrow. This was your like, well, they're ranked, but the other team's favored, and I think I know what's going on here, so I'm just going to bet. who like, did Oklahoma State game. just beat? Oklahoma State like just uh, beat like a decent team like two nights ago, and I forget who it is now. I, I I'm not going to be good at this. I'm. Gonna, I, I'm, I'm they beat. They beat a team. Obviously, like they beat a team like in the Big Twelve. I just forget who it is. Like two but days maybe ago, like a Texas team that they or something. T T Z. I don't know. Um. Very important. Great Who the hell did they beat? Let me see what Nick and Ketter talk about today. Oh, Cincinnati. They beat Cincinnati, and it like knocks Cincinnati like out of the field of sixty-eight right now, like the projected field. Big comings and goings God. in the Big Twelve. Right I don't know. Kind of makes kind of makes me like OU. Uh, and OU's on the road. 
Would you like? What to is it? OU one. Is it one? Oh man, I'd want it. That's a that's a hashtag. That makes me makes me want to it makes me want to stay away from the game and not bet. I want to uh I want to ask a. The same but different question to what you asked about Arizona. You said, should Arizona's price have changed following oh, okay. last night's loss? Does it make you yeah. more or less likely to want to like bet on them? Right. Be honest. Purdue absolutely railroads Rutgers. They did. Tell me this. Tell me this team's not winning the Natty. Uh, they're not. They're not winning the national championship. I, <laughs> more, I might guarantee that. More. <laughs> more from last night in sports coming up next. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. We bring you none of the hot take BS. We bring you best. We bring you sports. I don't care about bragging rights. It just introduces more volatility into the equation. I don't care about victory laps. Stop it. Please stop it. <laughs> Throw the football into the floor. The BetQL Network presents your favorite handicapper's favorite handicapper, Ken Barkley. If I have an opinion, I'm just going to go put money on that thing happening. And your host, Nick Costos. Every single play of every single game impacts you in some way, shape, or form. It's You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. <laughs> it's us. Hi, play the open again. <laughs> like us, we didn't get we didn't get through anything. We no. started guessing college basketball spreads for tomorrow, which by the way was was really awesome. So should probably just like promote what's coming up on the show today, especially because we'll have a lot of audience participation on the show, and then we'll get back into what we saw last night in sports. Like a really like impactful night in sports as far as like betting goes moving forward. We got a lot of stuff to talk about in the NBA and the National Hockey League. Uh, we will do a lot more college hoops on the show, but we literally opened with like a a, 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 a full examination on Saturday's card for all the big games. Uh, we'll have three awesome guests joining us today. Joey Kanish, our good friend, pro sports better from the Hammer. He'll join us in forty minutes. Uh, Johnny Venezia. It's been a while since we've had our guy Johnny V on the show, college baseball handicapping expert. I think Johnny V and Jake are like are are cool with each other and are tight because I feel like there is an alternate universe where where like they hate each other, where like Jake and Johnny oh, hate each other, like a yeah. nemesis. Yeah, where they're, they're they're rivals. Yeah, college college baseball like handicapping rivals. One likes Oregon State, the other likes like Stanford or something. They just argue all the time. <laughs> Yeah, I think I might try to turn this into a thing, like turn them against sure. each other. But Johnny Venezia will be joining us a little later in the show. He's hosting a college baseball betting show now called Breaking Bet. It's like basically, I think, I think now, not just across sports, but everything, there have been as many combinations or as many like offshoots on the Breaking Bad name. It's like there could possibly be at this point. I think yeah. we're done. Breaking Bet might be the last one. Breaking it's Bet is our pal, Johnny Venezia show. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's a good line. Uh, Johnny Venezia will join us later in the show. Um, look, you, the listener and viewer, you probably know nothing about college baseball. Like, I don't know anything. That's okay. I don't know We're literally going to have someone on who follows this like his life depends on it and is going to tell us, like, who we should be betting on. And that's awesome because we love to bet here on the show. And speaking of loving to bet, the glass man, PJ Glasser, joins us at 6 o'clock Eastern to start the power hour. We will roll through all of tomorrow's college bas- uh, basketball action. Maybe he's got something cooking for tonight also. Maybe he likes my Fordham Rams tonight against Duquesne. PJ Glasser, the glass man, joins us to start the power hour. Now, um, I-, I guess like we can. Is it a skew or a shoe? The pronunciation of that uh, word? A skew. Good. I-, I-, I like that pronunciation. E S C H E W, that word? Yes. Askew. I don't think it's a shoe. I think he hosts the night show. 
<laughs> from, from yes, from, from the home HQ. So right, right. we will we will we will askew promoting all the stuff that's coming up on the yeah. show. But what we will say to everybody on YouTube and Twitch, if you're watching the show in the chats right now, thank you very much. Uh, we got a big ass social segment coming up on the show today, and we're gonna make this open ended with college basketball because it's been a huge college basketball week on the show. So this could be. Your biggest betting hot take, just biggest take going into the NCAA tournament. Like, what do you think is going to happen in the tournament? Do you have a dark horse team to make the Final Four? Do you have a strong feeling on who's going to cut down the nets on that Monday in April and win the national championship? Any strong betting take that you've got right now in college basketball? You know what? It could even be a bet coming up for tomorrow for Saturday's action. Uh, Ken, is there anything that you'd like to add here for the people as we expand this, make this as wide a net as possible? No, just uh, I think we've done, you mentioned it. I don't think you mentioned it on the air last segment. We've gone from zero to 60 in college hoops pronto. At the Super Bowl ends, we go away for a week. We come back. What's next? Like, what's the next thing to, to focus on? And, like, authentically, on? We... too. Like, it's not being faked. Oh, I also. care. I care a great yeah. deal. Yeah. I've been waiting for the Wake Duke opener for, like, 90 hours just to see what it would be. So, I just, you know, I guess that's where we are. And, uh... And it's been really fun to like get up to speed on everything. Not that we're fully caught up or that we're even close, but just like we we start we care about this stuff now. And uh, I'm gonna guess a lot of people listening, it's either the same for you or you've cared all along. In which case, like awesome, help us out a little bit. Um, yeah, something that you like. I think this team, like I think this is a double digit seed that could upset somebody. I hate this one seed for this reason. Whatever. Um, I saw a bunch of people talking up Washington State. I guess they have a big price to make the final four off of uh, they beat, beat Arizona, obviously, last night. Like maybe maybe it's like, hey, like they're they're interesting, whatever it is. Who cares? Or it's a bet for tomorrow. Or you want to say that you like Arizona like I do. That's fine, too. Um, yeah, all that stuff's great. Put it in the chat. So YouTube.com backslash Odyssey Sports, Twitch.tv backslash BetQL. It is now your chance to hashtag have your voice heard to hashtag. Join the conversation. Join YouTube and Twitch. Get those bets in. Get those thoughts in. College basketball, the floor is yours. That's coming up in hour number three of the show, so get those bets in. Our pal, Downtown Mike Brown, will be combing through the chats, getting all the stuff ready. The and our executive producer today, yeah, the aggregator, Jake the Snake Asan, will be reading them to us later in the show as our executive producer, Alex Fasano, is like camped out outside Heinz Field or something uh, on vacation. <laughs> all right. so um, Outside the Hayward I mean, residence. Cam, congratulations. (laughs) No, it'd be like, Mr. Mr. Hayward, congratulations, sir. Uh, Man of the year. (laughs) So, and also a well-deserved day off for our pal, Alex Fasano. Also a well-deserved day off for our pal, Tyler Morales, who I I think is like running shirtless through the streets of Austin, Texas right now. Probably really enjoying himself. (laughs) Cursing the name Eric Van Royen would be my guess for Tyler Morales. Okay, so... uh, Where do you want to start, buddy, from last night? We did college basketball already. We got a lot of NBA games to talk about, a lot of NHL to talk about. I can, like, set up a number of different things here. But what's tickling your fancy from last night from the world of betting? Well, I'll just say, uh, after having a week with no NBA, and I don't count the— I mean, just listen to things we talked about over the week off, too. Like, (laughs) Jason Tatum MVP, uh, the Steph-Sabrina— competition and then aftermath the all-star game which was a disaster like all these these topics suck like they're not fun especially for a betting show they're really not very fun i can't i i even texted you because like some of our texting habits are really funny like if we both have like something really important betting wise we'll text back and forth but some nights it's like there's not there's just radio silence which which is probably for the best because we do a show together all the time but i think even at like 9 30 or 10 i think i just texted you something like 
like it's awesome that the NBA's on or something like something no, really it was uh no yeah. it no it was I I'm I haven't looked to see what it was but I'm pretty sure it was like the NBA being back makes me feel alive again I think yes. I'm pretty sure it's it's exactly what it. it was I think that was it and I and I mean it uh and it wasn't just that it was back really really compelling games I mean really interesting stuff not you know, because there, there were not compelling games. Like, what, Pacers-Pistons was a game last night, something like that. Um, you know, there were things that were not very interesting, but you had, like, enough, like, really centerpiece kind of games that it was really interesting. Uh, I would love to start with NBA Most Valuable Player, because I feel like that was the most interesting thing that happened last night. And uh, you have, I think, especially based off last night, games that are, like, were more important than just one game. Like, it's they're almost worth five games or eight games or something in terms of what happened. And you have the favorite, Jokic, who kind of like off to the side while all the cool stuff's going on, while all this stuff's going on, like doesn't miss a shot and has a triple-double, which is ridiculous. Goes 10 for 10 and also becomes like the third player ever to have a triple-double against every other team in the league in his career, which is completely insane. So like he does that. LeBron and, and Russ, by the way, the other two for right. people wondering. Yes. <laughs> it's just like, oh, you, you did that. Okay. Um, and they trounced the Wizards. I was happy they played really well. Uh, where they got at Portland tonight, probably another one of those coming would be my guess. And so that makes me happy that they're playing better. But like he does that, and then almost more importantly, joining him, like SGA play like wet plays well. Almost more importantly, though, the result of the game, the Thunder really like take it to the Clippers, like really outplay them for large portions of the game, play very well, uh, integrate Gordon Hayward. Josh Giddy doesn't play as much. Like it's got like a new Thunder team and they are awesome. And SGA plays well and they win in the most important result from last night by far. And then I think a lot of people going into the all-star break, smart people. I, I think, you know, I was kind of like going back and forth. Like, do I agree with this? Do I not agree with this? Said like, yeah, you know, probably a two player race really between Jokic and SGA, advanced metrics, like certainly lead you in that direction, team success, certainly lead you in that direction. Could there be a third player or a fourth player or a fifth player that could join the race? And the way I would frame it is like, I don't know if like Luca didn't get closer to winning the MVP, I guess, last night, but that was like an elimination game for him. Like if SGA loses last night, he can still win MVP. It doesn't really, like it matters, but it doesn't really matter. He can lose to the Clippers. He can still win MVP. Like Jokic didn't have to go 10 for 10 and have a triple double. Like they could have just played normal and he could have won the MVP anyway. If Luka lost to the Suns at home uh, in a game that decided the season series between the teams, that's incredibly important for seeding even besides that, because there's all these teams clustered together in the standings. And if they had just lost, and the whole anti-Luka MVP case is like, well, they might be in the play-in and he can't win if that's what it is. So to overcome all that, I, the way I would put it is, if he had lost, I actually think he was eliminated. Like, I actually think it, the, the lasting image going into this final stretch of the season was like, ah, the Mavs, like, they just can't get it together. Like, going to be in the play-in. And like, what a great player, but like, eh. And instead, like, he's just, he's fought off elimination. So he gets to still be in the conversation while the other two played really, really well. He stayed. And probably maintain. Yeah. He stayed. Like it was, I, that's like the one, he, that's the one time we, we as a people use the word stave. Yes. He staved off elimination. He staved it off. Big time staving it. last night. Ton of staving. Staved. Yeah. That was Staverick's. Like it was really, it was awesome. And, uh, and so I, I think, and SGA plays so well and they win and Jokic does what he does. You know, in order for a really crazy candidate to emerge, you kind of needed these guys to like fizzle. 
because then that makes things crazy and that makes people steer themselves toward, you know, Kawhi Leonard or Jason Tatum or Jalen Brunson or somebody else or Giannis who plays tonight against the Timberwolves. And he has an opportunity to obviously do something interesting also, but like sure felt like a three player race last night. And it sure, everybody's sure talking about it. Like it was a three player race last night. And that probably just means the market's close, but I, I really think like, of all the things that happened last night, it was the most important for Luca to do that because if he didn't, then it probably really was a two-player race with how well the other two guys played and that SGA won and beat the Clippers. So it's not that Luca's going to win, but I think he got closer. It's more that like he just gets to still be in the conversation, and he really, honestly, I think he would have been eliminated from the conversation if they didn't beat the Suns. And he obviously plays great in the game. You better you bet with Nick and Ken here on a phenomenal Friday. Uh, talking Thursday night in sports, spinning it forward here, focusing right now on NBA and most valuable player. And it's not just like like the, an important win for the Mavericks last night, but now they've had an extended stretch of games, Ken, where Luka and Kyrie have played together. And they even, both of them talked about this after the game yeah. last night, and Jason Kidd talked about it also was, you know, kind of like the whole... If you didn't like us, like the Mavericks coming into the year, if you thought we were going to be bad, it was maybe you don't think like these two are going to be able to coexist together. And when they both play together, like they're really, really good. It's like, where, where are they going to end up here in the Western Conference standing? So I, I think your point on Luke is really prescient. Um, do you have anything else on MVP? Because I want to I wanna spin this in a different direction off of last night as far as awards go in the NBA. So I, I would just add, because I think people would hear that and be like, well, then what do I bet? Like, that's all, that, that sounds really smart, Ken. Like, neat, neat analysis from last night. Like, what what would you bet on? Like, I, I added some, and I haven't been betting this market really aggressively since the Embiid thing kind of was going to, like, cool off for a bit. Do I want to come back into the market almost, like, refreshed? Like, with, you know, like, no, don't really need anybody. Covered the Embiid positions, now what? And I was I started betting a lot of no Jokic in the All-Star break. And we did this with Jay Croucher yesterday. Like I did that. And he's kind of like SGA and Luca, and that's it. But we're both kind of landed in the same place, which is just as we keep playing this out and keep playing this out and keep playing this out, is it more likely that one of those two players it, it wins or that Jokic wins? And Jokic was awesome last night too. This isn't even against him. Um, you did also get support for the other two players' candidacies in a huge like Jokic can have that great stat game, and that's awesome. Like SGA beat one of the other best teams in the league, and Luca in a game everybody watched put up huge numbers, and they spent the entire telecast talking about him winning MVP. Um, and he got himself out of the play-in and beat the Suns and won the season series. So really sets up for there's a, a Twitter account. Uh, I won't get the name right right now because it's a. Uh, Bailey is the guy's last name. He does this like nerd rating and like, takes all the ratings of players and like aggregates them together into this like one number. And he does these blind resumes all the time. And he has people vote on player A or player B. Like, who do you like more just based on this blind resume? And he did one, I think it was last night or this morning. And it was like 70% picked player B and player B was Luca and player A was SGA, which I just think is pretty interesting. And like, again, when you vote, you kind of know there are only so many players that average like 36 points a game. But uh, I, I just think it's going to get really interesting. And I'm, I'm curious to see where this goes. I would still kind of stand by how I felt in the all-star break. Maybe there's only two players that can beat Jokic, but I think he's going to be beaten. And, uh, and I'm curious to see who does it. Pick the winner right now. Pencil, not pen. Luca. I agree. Gotta win a lot, though. Can't stop winning. I like Trump. I don't. I we can't stop. I I kind of think kind of think that's going to be the case. I I agree They're with really you on Luca. No Grant Williams. They're awesome. Gafford's great. PJ Washington. I'm kind of whatever on, but he whatever. They play a ton of guys. They play a lot of play a lot of different role players. Well, you would think 
I, I'll get to the point I wanted to make. We'll, we'll start next sure. segment with it. But the Hornets win last night. I, I just, right. People are like, well, how do we go from amazing. MVP to the Hornets? Yeah. So the Hornets win last night yeah. on the road in Utah. Mm-hmm. And the way that this team is talking about Grant Williams. Yeah. Maybe he's up for you, MVP. You, like, you, you would think that, that the Hornets have Michael like Michael Jordan came down from the owner's box and is now playing if he still owned the team. But Michael Jordan's <laughs> they won every game. The defense is like 30 points per 100 possessions better than it was with Grant Williams. Does it make you want – I have an angle for the Warriors game tonight. Oh, no. Wait, I mean, is this like play on the Hornets because they're so good? I think I'm going to play they, – they, they're making threes at an unsustainable pace. I think I like the under in the game. Oh, that's not where I thought you were going to go. You zigzag. Yeah. Seems appropriate for this first two seconds. That, that, there, there you go. Coming up next, more from last night, spinning it forward. Uh, I got I got something from the NBA award markets to run by my guy, Ken Barkley. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. <laughs> on the BetQL Network. Takes contact, going to get a chance for a three-point play. As Powell also back in the game for L.A. Oh, Shea just... Luna to the floor and SGA once again from the mid range adds another to the highlight reel. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Uh, Valley Sports, courtesy of the call, as much to my chagrin as uh, someone who bet the Clippers last night. The Thunder, uh, the Thunder roll. And the, I mean, the Clippers really were thunderstruck. It was uh, not great. Not great. Uh, Thunder win big over the Los Angeles Clippers. We'll talk about some of the uh, ramifications of the Thunder win last night over the Clippers in a second. And more from last night in sports as we uh, view it through hashtag from the betting perspective. Uh, but we yes. want to tell our listeners and viewers yeah, from the hashtag from the betting perspective. Well, maybe like, is that the most overused phrase in sports betting content is blah, 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 blah from the betting perspective? Nah, because I don't think a lot of I don't think a lot of shows even do that. They just, they just ignore talk. the betting perspective entirely. Right. It's like we just I actually think it's one radio. of the least used. I think it's one of the least used things. Actually, <laughs> let's at, let's actually talk about betting and like make bets on stuff and like have skin in the game and like care what happens. <laughs> like, let's let's do Amazing. that. Let's do that. Uh, yeah. Listen, you're you you're gonna care about this, our listeners and viewers. This is really awesome. Oh, yeah. How about BetQL? Adding a four-time Super Bowl champion. Now you know three times with the Kansas City Chiefs, and that's all great. But let let's be honest. The one that's the most important is Super Bowl 42 against the Patriots. A four-time Super Bowl champion joins the BetQL Network tomorrow on Saturday, and that is the legendary, might go to the Hall of Fame at this point, defensive coordinator of the Kansas City Chiefs, Steve Spagnuolo. He's going to join our friends Kate Constable and Cam Smith on the Better Angle coming up tomorrow, Saturday, here on the BetQL Network at 6 o'clock Eastern, twitch.tv backslash BetQL, the Odyssey app, wherever you find your favorite BetQL Network shows, you will be able to find Spags coming up on the Better Angle Saturday. At 6 p.m. Eastern's a great job. That's our guy Randy Merkin. Great job by by Randy making that happen for our friends on the better angle. So here is what I was workshopping, Ken, from last. And this is one of those things. You may hear this and be like, yeah, well, yeah, okay, whatever. Does it matter or not? I don't know, but I think it's a fun fun content device at least. So last night in the NBA, it feels like, and we touched on MVP already, and Mm -hmm. I think you did a great job kind of detailing how, look, good night for Jokic. Literally like a almost like a 20-20-20 triple-double where he doesn't yeah. miss a shot. But also, great night for Shea. And also a great night for Luka. But also, a great night for Jokic, who's excellent. And he's the favorite for MVP. And it feels like, Ken, that last night was a good night for a lot of the favorites 
for NBA awards. And does this make you want to do anything as a result? So most improved player. Sixers lose last night to my Knicks. And like a really, this is just, the Knicks need players back. Like they need Ananobi and need Randall back. Not just because they need these, but but they're like, Thibodeau's going to run these guys into the ground. Like DiVincenzo, Brunson, Hart, and Precious Achua play every minute of every game now. Um, And look, they played really well last night and they beat the Sixers. Maxi scores 35 points. He's your favorite. And most improved player. We obviously touched on Jokic already. It's a good night for Mark Dagnalt, right? Is the and for for two ways the Thunder beat the Clippers and Ty Lue loses as well. And we yep. we touched on Jokic. Um, and look like Wembenyama has like a decent game. The Spurs lose. He's so far ahead. It doesn't even matter. But uh, it kind of did feel like a good night for the favorites in these award markets last night. I know we already touched on Jokic, but what about Maxi and Dagnalt and improved and coach specifically? Well, and I'll add uh, Malik Monk played really well, and they the Kings dodged a bullet. They almost really, like, yacked a game away to the Spurs at the end of the game, but ended up winning anyway, and Monk played well. Um, and them winning a lot is going to be really key to his candidacy to win sixth man of the year. Uh, and uh, we don't talk about clutch player of the year a lot. It's been an award that a lot of us have, like, bet on ungodly sums into Steph Curry for weeks and months and months and months. But, like, they need to keep winning for him to win probably like if they go under 500 they maybe they give it to somebody else even though he's good leads in every imaginable clutch category um and they won again so like p uh i texted someone it's so funny that you have this talking point i texted a friend of ours and literally the message and this is from like six hours ago uh i think the award favorites all got way more entrenched top three for mvp all killed it maxi played great monk played great dagnalt won even curry for clutch won again so maybe we're kind of thinking the same way on that one um does it create any bets uh like clutch is kind of a funny market probably put that one to the side i wouldn't recommend people just like jam in minus 200 minus 250 when we have one year of track record on how people vote for this award just a little tricky uh six man great job kings great job monk also he's minus and they're going to be the eight seed in an award that generally rewards team success almost as much as statistical success so he can occupy that spot there's no question the thing in that market is probably Tim Hardaway Jr. continues to just not do anything. And as he keeps doing that, someone else needs to be the second choice in the market behind Malik Monk. Malik Monk needs to be the favorite, but all the other win probability needs to be some combination probably of Norman Powell, I, I guess. They lose, and he's like minus 20. They talked about that on Hoop Collective this morning. Um, but like he scored a good amount, I guess. Uh, him, and then maybe like Nas Reed or Lavert. Or some of, one, some of these like good team six man candidates can probably be on the list too. Hardaway kind of like feels like slipping away a little bit in terms of how he's playing with Kyrie. You mentioned it, Kyrie and Luca haven't played a lot together. Part of them playing together is that Tim Hardaway doesn't play very well. That's part of what happens when that happens. Doesn't take as many shots. Um, so I don't think there's a, necessarily a betting angle in six man or clutch. Coach is is interesting. Um, I. I bought Ty Lue at a not a high as high a price as a lot of people did, and have Finch from way like week one of the season, and have kind of been like, man, if I could just get one of these guys in front of Dagnalt, and then I could bet Dagnalt like and like coming back for better return, boy, that'd be sweet. <laughs> and it just it doesn't look like it's going to work out that way. Uh, the Thunder not only did they win last night, and sometimes when I say some wins are worth like five or six wins, 
what I mean by that is uh, the Thunder are very likely to win their next four games. They don't get test games very often, and they do a really good job of beating up on teams that they're better than. Um, they got Houston twice. They got a couple bad teams coming up. Like it's just, and it, it gets pretty easy the rest of the season too. If you got Utah on your schedule the rest of the way, congratulations on the win already based on how the Jazz are playing. So just, uh, it's it doesn't set up well for Dagnall to take losses. That's why last night was so important. Like if they're if they're gonna get locked into a mid fifties wins, he's never gonna get shaken from his perch as either first or second choice in the market. And Bickerstaff loses, and I don't think he was gonna win anyway. But like that hurts too. I, I do wonder if at the end of the year, or even in two weeks or three weeks, it'll be like, yeah, he was the same as Finch, but he was much more likely to win than Finch was as part of like winning last night and kind of what goes along with that. The I think some of the permutations, I think all of us kind of have a good idea what would happen. Like Timberwolves are the one, Thunder are the four. Yeah, Finch wins probably in that situation. So you get a multiple game lead over the Thunder. They're the one and OKC's like not close. I think that one's pretty easy. Uh, Thunder one, Timberwolves two, Dagnalt not even close. Timberwolves one, Thunder two, like a game back is the one That's that what I think it is right people... now, by the way. Right. That's what it is right now, exactly in the standings. And uh, Clippers three, Denver four is the the way it plays out. I think usually um, when you when you simulate this, and okay, if it's that exact finish, I think there are some people who are like, well, how can they give it to Dagnall when Finch has a better record and they both they both didn't win very much? Like they both improved their teams a tremendous amount. How can they give it to the guy who didn't win and the guy who has a better record comes a second? And my answer is, I just kind of get the sense they're just going to do that, and Dagnall would just win. And be like, well, that's kind of unfair. Finch should win. Well, then it's unfair. And that's what it's going to be. I just get that sense from reading everything, talking to a couple people, you know, saying like who know voters makes it sound all like insidey and political and stuff. But just like try to cast a wide net. Um, just so much support for Dagnall, almost despite whether he gets the one seat or not. He just has to get really close. And as that per that permutation is the key to betting this entire market. The other ones are easy to solve, I think. Like, oh, it's one and four, then it's this, it's Thunder the one, it's him. What about the one where the Timberwolves and the Thunder are close and the Timberwolves actually have a better record? That's the one that if you really think that's Dagnall anyway, then you you go bet him here because that's gonna happen like that that gets you enough of the pie chart to make it seem like a valuable bet. So that's the one where I feel like if you wanted to even like at a two to one kind of a price. Look, they're they're very likely to win like their next four, and I think like eight of their next nine or something like that. So they're going to be around. I don't think you have to worry about like slipping three games here in the in the next couple of weeks. That's that's the market that seems the most interesting to me from a betting standpoint. I have some other coaches, so I I got to play it a little different. But it seems like just in conclusion, it would be like I think Dagnall's price needs to be shorter now, just based on a conversation and b what happened last night. Uh, and then the only other thing in coach of the year that's interesting is and you and i talked about this off air is there a magic number if you're to be like well who is can anybody win that's not the, the two guys we just talked about i think there is one coach that can win is there a magic number of games that joe missoula can win where he just has to win this and there's and nobody has any choice and what is that number and 69 you'd be like <laughs> it's a nice number um i believe the celtics have 12 losses right now if i'm not mistaken right so literally the the maximum number of wins they can get right now is 70 i think they have, tell me if they 12 or 14 i can't remember how many losses they have it's something like that i so, want to say they're like they're, they're yeah I'll, I'll have it for you in a second yeah that's fine it's it's and the exact number is not important for answering this question which is just how many they're wins 44 does it take? and 12 they're 44, 44 and 12, 12. 
so there is at least like a 0.0001% chance that they, they're going to go 70 and 12. Um, go through their schedule after the next like six or seven games, and it starts to ease off a little bit. But this is a tough stretch that they have coming up a little bit. There are a couple test games. They play Denver coming up in a couple weeks. It's interesting. If they can get through this and just win all of them, you actually have to take that question seriously. I don't, I, they're going to win 68 games, and everyone's going to be like, nah, dags. That's like one of the best eight regular seasons, five regular seasons ever in the history of the league. That's that's the interesting one to me. It's sort of like NFL with like the great coach team, but you need to like wait to see if it's like the Eagles going undefeated. Like you need to wait to even know if it's a thing before you can get really excited about it. And the voters aren't going to talk about it right now because they haven't won a bunch of the games yet. It's not in their brain to think about it right now. What do you mean Missoula is going to win 68 games? But when we get to the end, and if that's what it is, I, you can't cross them off. How can you cross off a guy who's going to 68 games? How can, you, how can you do that? So that's that's like the weird, crazy potential angle at the end. Otherwise, like Dagnalt 1, Finch 2, most likely to win it might be Missoula 3 now. And you need that crazy outcome at the end of the season. I think that's the most... Maxi, like, he's a big favorite. I think he's going to win. I think it's, a, it's becoming a fool's errand to bet more into the market. But I can be wrong about that. Not a strong opinion. Coach, I think, like, that's how I would frame it. I think that's very interesting going forward. Celtics upcoming schedule at the Knicks tomorrow on Saturday. Sixers, Dallas, Warriors at home. At the Cavs, at the Nuggets, at the Sun. So a tough schedule coming up. Also worth noting, Chris Finch has been to the playoffs two times with the Timberwolves already. Thunder went to the play-in last year. That might hurt Chris Finch a little bit. He's been to the playoffs a couple times already. Dagnold hasn't with Oklahoma City. Hour one done, hour two for you. Coming up on the other side, we started talking bets with our friend Joey Kanish. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.